let's go back at it with the greatest podcast ever created best mma knowledge of all time maybe. <laughs> i just wanted to get on here because i know that we didn't do an episode last week um for good reason it was a tough ass week honestly last week i had to do a full like 3d modeling thing and it's just not it man. <laughs> not it but These we ended up going to the very coast, time consuming and it was fun and that's yeah. what i was looking forward to and plus the you card, got to see the scene, the, besides the main event that's all i wanted to see yeah but. and you got to see that when we yeah. were at the coast you watched a little it bit was of a it freaking fire fight if it wasn't for freaking blanchard being such a good ass grappler and ending it early we would have got a freaking stand-up show but aaron blanchfield absolute killer I, we already knew this though after she mauled miranda maverick back like two years ago or a year ago we knew she was gonna be it and against at Valentina Shevchenko, you never know what it's going to be. But I thought that I did. I did, I wasn't a believer. In you didn't a, have faith. I thought Andrade is just too much. But proved wrong. Aaron looked good on the feet. Like she was stinging her with some shots. And uh, I know Andrade is a little bit wild, but it was a really good overall outing. And when things aren't going right for Blanchfield on the feet, even though they were going actually pretty freaking well, she can always just change levels and then end up choking you out. And it doesn't even like, she'll just pass your guard instantly. No hesitation. She just goes, she knows right. Like she, there's no stalling. Like sometimes you watch somebody and be like, I'm going to set something up. And she's like, you know what? I'm not going to wait to set something up. I'm just going to take advantage. Does and just it? Bet on somebody making a mistake. Cause I feel like that's sometimes people are a little too patient. I'll get on with me with my, <laughs> living room black belt baby <laughs> but yeah i just had some other things because mostly i just wanted to talk about um what was it last last week or what was that two ufc 284 just kind of brought up posed some questions and then um this upcoming weekend of fights is definitely a lot more prospects on this uh fight card but came up with a little bit of a game okay that i wanted to play i don't know if you want to start off with that um and then just a few more other topics. We'll talk about welterweight division. Um, sprinkle in our weekly Jalton Almeida segment. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I, w- I wish more people cared about that. Like if I post something about that, I wish more people like watched it because they would understand how passionate I am about him and how good that I think he's going to be. But we'll get to that later. Um, Let's do the game. Do the game. So mm-hmm. it's basically featherweight bracket fight all right we're not we're not actually going on the website because there is a bracket fight website all i did is i feel like the featherweight division is in a point where it's pretty narrowed down in terms of who can beat alexander volkanovsky and that's basically just that's what we gauge everything on is what fighters can take out the champion yeah and obviously that changes when new champion comes around or dethrones the old champion but as of right now alexander volkanovsky pound for pound number one but didn't he just fight and lose yeah but since so it was so close that it, make the other guy the champion no he moved up to one he was oh. fighting at 155 no i thought you meant that he i mean like it is kind of interesting though not having because there's been so many especially watching ariel hawani there's been so many like, <laughs> Like, who should like, be number yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, Islam did good. And I, I was talking to you about it in the car. That yeah. People are blinded by the fact that... No one can stand a chance against him usually. It, yeah, and yeah. Alex did good. Yeah. But we can't give him rounds for what? Like Totally. For just, like, doing better than other people have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And even though the better was a lot better than what other people have done. It still is it's still, better than him. Yeah, and it's not a very... Uh, um, 
it's a touchy subject, especially for the people <laughs> down under. But um, I know I, I just hear Kellen is watching a video, and I just hear um, some guy just with a New Zealand accent, and he's saying like he sounds really depressed. And he's <laughs> like, oh, uh, and I'm like, is that Alexander? Kellen's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he was just depressed. Yeah, but. Dude, I don't know what judge did it, but at the 49-46 really isn't that far-fetched. If we're looking at it, like, those rounds were extreme, like, razor-thin, baby. Yeah. And I don't know. It could... Obviously, Volk won the last round. Like, if we're looking at it in terms of nobody lost that. Volk did better than we all expected him to do. He was absolutely raining ground and pound in the fifth round. He was winning the fight. He broke down islam but islam prior to that was doing pretty well touching him up on the feet but it was just like the perfect combination of we got everything we wanted we got to see a weakness chink in islam's armor and then we also got to see like alexander volkanovsky kind of morally win that fight even though not in it he doesn't look he doesn't view it that way he wants to be double champ but it's i don't know if you did enough bro like even in the rounds that you thought you won islam was still freaking like he was on your back taking you down popping you with shots and when you're going like this like your head snapping back and you're like okay and that happened like eight or nine times in the fight i don't know like he really besides like knocking down islam in the fifth round and like kind of wobbling him in the first round even though like it just doesn't compare islam islam won that fight i think but he alex won in all of our hearts you know (laughs) but that's kind of we kind of went on a little bit of a tangent there, but I was looking at the rankings, 145, even though we already know all the divisions are stacked, like 135, 155. But in terms of going through the 145-pound division, you got to... This is Kellen's hand-select squad bunch that I put together in a tournament, all right? Okay. And we're going to select who would win each. I already sent it to one of my friends. He had a very interesting hot take on it. Um <laughs> But I put them in kind of, there's five total guys, and then we'll go through it to see who in the end would beat, would face Volk, and if they would beat Alexander Volkanovsky, okay? okay? And so just to be fair, so there was, so going through the rankings, I was hand-selecting hand guys that obviously can beat Volk, so I picked Yair Rodriguez, who's probably going to be unifying the belt here soon, and I picked Ilya Taporia. Arnold Allen and Mavsar Vloyev. I there's a bunch of, that's just like the tier of guys that I think that has the skill set to actually go up and challenge Alexander, give him a tough fight. Besides that, like Josh Emmett, we know probably isn't gonna do much against Alexander. Like you can extend this as far as you want, but at the end of the day you're gonna get to the same pack. So yeah. I just wanted to shorten yeah. it down to as much as it could be. Like Giga Chikaze has good, good skill idea. set. Calvin, nah. But so I matched <laughs> nah. up my one seed, okay? My one seed is Max Holloway. He has a first round buy. And so we have the four guys, because even though Yair is the number one contender right now, Max has the dub over Yair recently. And that just emphasizes how freaking good Max Holloway is because beating Yair Rodriguez in Yair Rodriguez's current form, which is probably he's top three like best 145ers on planet earth on any given night could probably be number one like he hurt max significantly in their fight like on multiple occasions so the fact that max took that fight we didn't know like what that was going to be we're thinking it was max kind of downfall like is he as good as he used to be or is yair just really that good because we haven't seen yair i don't think since it was like a three-year hiatus or something or multiple years so yeah, but Yair is the legit guy. So I matched up 
Yair versus Ilya Taporia. Okay. And then I matched up Arnold Allen versus Mavsar Avloyev. And then, obviously, the Max is in the one seed. So, it's tough. And I'm really <laughs> just coming up with this right on the spot, all right? So... You haven't given much kind of, thought? No, I have been giving it thought. It's just... You do this a hundred times. Yeah. There's a hundred different results. Yeah. Like, you can't say that about a ton of different matchups all the time, but on any given night, all four of these guys could beat each other. And they're just the cream of the crop at 145. These are the best guys in the world, especially when it comes to beating the champion. In terms of the first match, well, actually, we'll start with Arnold Allen versus Mavsar Blue. I know you probably... I think You you think Mavsar? Mavsar. Beat Arnold Allen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to go with... Arnold Allen is an absolute oh, savage. Like Arnold. He, Arnold Allen has probably the craziest uppercut in the entire UFC, and he can put your lights out. And not afraid to get in a little bit of banger fight, especially in, like in that Dan Hooker matchup. But also can grapple with the best of them. This is why I matched them up because I know Ilya and Yair both kind of good, but they like striking first. Arnold Allen and Mavsar. I just would love to see Mavsar freaking shoot on Arnold Allen. See what happens. Arnold like Mavsar. I, obviously, you give the edge to Allen in the striking department, but Mavsar is pretty clean on the feet. He can crack you. He can knock you down. But in terms of when you're fighting Mavsar Vliv, you're going to get dumped on your ass. So you're you're going to choose Allen? It's a coin flip, baby. But I'm going to choose Mavsar Vliv to get oh, past okay. Arnold Allen. Okay. okay. I'm agreeing with you, Bianca. All right. So in t- bracket fight number one. Mavsar. Featherweight Grand Prix Tournament. This would be, all we know is, without even talking about anything else, is those four, those two fights right there are absolute crackers, baby. Like That'd be insane. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you're Rodriguez versus Ilya Taporia. Probably want to be the fight, would be probably one of the greatest fights in the history of the promotion. Same with Allen versus Mobsaw. Do you not think they're going to do it? No, it, it, it won't obviously work out like this. Eventually, probably some of them are run into each other. Cause, oh. But uh, this is just for fun. Yeah. Yeah, you're versus Taporia. I can see this going one of two ways. Taporia. Yeah. You guys know how much I love Ilya. <laughs> but, like, a good point was brought up. <laughs> Ilya Taporia did get kind of cracked by Jai Herbert with that head kick and was kind of on wobbly legs there. Wouldn't I just, you? Yeah, probably. Think anyone I think most people would get a little cracked with the Herbert, head. Especially when you're going up a weight class. <laughs> Jack Herbert is he's probably one of my favorite guys. Like he's hilarious and he is underrated for the lightweight division. Okay, his boxing is pretty freaking clean. So stand up, <laughs> we gotta give Ilya a bit of a pass there, because that's a tough fight. Especially I don't know, Jack Herbert is he's not a freaking slut. He's no slouch. So <laughs> he said slut. He's not a slouch. <laughs> he's not know. a freaking slut. He's not, but is he, would Yair piece up, Ilya? I'm talking to you guys. I don't know, man. I think Ilya would probably end up shooting, but then Yair's dangerous on his back. But then Ilya Taboria knows what he's doing, so he's not going to get submitted. I can't, I never, I can't You don't see. think he'd be submitted? I don't think he would get submitted, dude. This is why this is I such a fun, this I is I think the, it's Taboria then. This is the funnest bracket you could make in the entire UFC right now. Oh, baby, but Yair looks so clean. Like, his striking has looked so good since the Ortega fight. He, there was no lapse. Like, he just carried that sucker right into this last fight and looks... But he... Because he... Yeah. Because he didn't take... It's scary, bro. Like, if we can... If I pick one guy to have to stand with Alexander Volkanovsky and no other 
realm. Well, that's how you need to view this. Literally, but based Alexander off can the change two levels of them, and beat him up by taking him down. But based on the two guys, who do you see Who's standing a chance? No, I'm talking about on the stand up. Like if we're just straight stand up fight, yeah, you would. I think. No, I know, I know. But I'm saying against straight up MMA versus Alex is what we're going yeah. off of. It's a hard choice. I'm going Ilya. So Bianca and I are on the same page. We've got Mobstar versus Ilya, which is literally was supposed to happen last year in his Kellen's dream fight. Dream fight. If it was supposed to happen last year, why don't they make it happen again? Uh, cause I forget what happened. I think somebody just got hurt. I think Mobster got hurt, maybe? Or COVID or something. Something, something like that. Yeah. Um, okay. Moving on to one seed. Right? Ilya versus Mobstar, dude. <laughs> oh, baby. That's sick. I think Ilya pieces him up on the feet. Because Mobstar's going to try to dump him on his butt. He's probably going to get him there. But all Ilya does is just scramble back up to his feet. I'm Ilya Homer, dude. I think Ilya also. But his, his skills are undeniable. But when it comes to Mavsar Vloyev, this is the two best guys that I think have the best shot at beating Bulk right now. But I'm going to have to go with Ilya. All right? Cool. I agree. And this could be one of Kellen's all-time greatest matchups in the history of the MMA. You get Ilya Taporia versus Max, Max Holloway. And I think Max Holloway, as I stated previously, is probably going to beat Arnold Allen. Like, I think he's going to run through Arnold Allen, even though Arnold Allen could easily make his... He could become the champ by the end of the year, without a doubt. Um, but if we're doing things this way, I think just because we've seen Max versus Volk multiple times, we'll say Ilya gets past Max. Even really? though I don't think that would happen. We're just going to really? do this for fun. Though. We're just going to do this for fun, though. So Ilya gets past You don't think Max. that could happen? Huh? You don't think that could happen? I think it could happen. But Max is just such a freaking good boxer, dude. Yeah, bias opinion. Well, no, All he of is, these fights, but... all of these fights, you cannot say this for any other kind of thing. In the, uh, like, in any other division. Any other thing. You can't say that every single fight in the top five between, like, guys that are ranked are going to be this good. Yeah. But I can guarantee you, if you matched any of these together... Elite Tapori is a superstar. Let's get that straight. Any fight, he everybody rises to his level, and he's just gonna come, guns a blazing, mm-hmm. throw his freaking sick body shot overhand right combination. Mofsar Vloyev dump you on your butt will impress everybody, and then Arnold Allen is so exciting. So like, and Yair Rodriguez is cleanest striking, some of the cleanest striking MMA just in general. So all of these fights are beautiful, but I'm gonna be real with you right now. No matter who freaking gets there, nobody's beating Volk, dude. Nobody's beating Volk. I'm on 45. You don't think Ilya can beat Volk? I think he can. But Ilya's <laughs> young. He's like 27. And how old is Volk? Volk's like in his prime. He's like 34, 35. Ilya's got a lot yeah. of work to do. Yeah. You can't fast track Ilya this far. Imagine how Ilya's going to be when he's in his 30s. His prime. Dude, he's going to be That's going to be insane. Hard. Same with Mofsar. The the 145 power division is freaking loaded, baby. There's some young guns coming up. So we still have Volk winning. Yeah, Volk's still gonna win. But the whole point of this was to just see who, who would stand come a out, chance. or yeah, who would, who would come out of this tournament to face Volk. Yeah, and I think Ilya is the right choice. Yeah. My next segment that I was gonna talk about though was um, kind of where does Mavsar fit into this whole entire equation? 
just because I think Mossar, I like as we've just previously stated, even though I don't have him getting to that final spot against Volk in my tournament, does not mean that I don't see he's at number ten right now. The sky's the limit for this guy. And the way that he can just his his striking is pretty clean. Like he doesn't get hit that much, even though he did. I think it was uh what was he's fighting Hakeem Dawadu, right? I think so. And he got kind of pieced up at the end of the fight, but he basically just ragdolls everybody he fights. Like Dan Ige is seriously can knock out anybody on planet Earth at any given moment. And Mofsar just nullifies everything, dude, and can just dismantle you. So I really believe that if you match up Mofsar against maybe like a Chansung Jung, Mofsar versus Josh Emmett would be really fun. I don't know what you do with Mofsar at this point. Um, I don't know if he could fight Giga. I don't know if they're buddies or whatever, but Mofsar poses serious problems for anybody ranked above him. And that's why I just, like, even if you put, if because if you switch this tournament right here and put Yair versus Mavsar and Taporia versus Allen, I've, it's tough to not put, to give Mavsar a shot there against Yair Rodriguez. Yeah. Just because the threat of the takedown and the guy, even though he does, he, he didn't seem to really get tired in his um, Danny Gay fight. So if he can, if his gas tank can, withstand yeah withstand throughout a whole 15 minutes 25 minutes it's he can have freaking homs at you baby and that's why i just nobody it, i didn't know he has a 1.1 million followers on instagram no dude. way he's famous as hell what yeah and i don't think anybody else has like that that low no has that many followers no yeah. way that's like a connor so that is my well connor's got like four Okay, but I mean, like, anymore. yeah, Mobstar's twenty nine, dude. It, all I'm saying is it's a rough day in the office when you're fighting Mobstar Blue, no matter who you are. <laughs> so that's where he fits day. in. He fits in right at the top. If you are, in my opinion, he's top five right now. He just has to get another fight in, and if he can just have an impressive performance against whoever they match him up against, it's game out over. Game maybe. over. Game out. Game out. <laughs> what are you, who are you gonna put him against brian ortega because i think you just leap for no him. way because calvin's hurt chansung jung i don't even know chansung jung is a pretty freaking favorable matchup for mobsar josh emmett's a tough ass motherfucker <laughs> oh my god and everybody else is taken really besides ortega taken they're cuffed they're cuffed he's not gonna fight him down that'd be stupid yeah yeah bruh it's craziness up in here dude and speaking of divisions where it is tough to get to that title shot i was just thinking some fun topic welterweight division is absolute ass right now to be at the top of that you got colby chaos covington you got Bilal muhammad you got Kamaru Usman, who is the rightful champion, mm-hmm. who just got copped the leg kick, and I love Leon Edwards, but rewatched that fight the other night, and it was a yeah, it was a bull, like I definitely think Usman. What, what I want to know, who do you think wins that fight? The savage. rematch. Who do you think wins the rematch? Usman. I don't know where to lean on that. Why? I really think that Leon Edwards striking, especially perhaps when this fight isn't going to be at like elevation, you know at altitude like the other one was yeah. i just don't think Leon's gonna gas out the striking's clean 
But we don't count out the Nigerian nightmare. <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, I I think we Usman is like count the, the, the craziest. Like he could definitely. Do You're it. not gonna knock out Kamaro again. It's like, no. what are you gonna do? You're gonna yeah. set up the same freaking combination that he's been training and thinking about since the moment that you did Probably it. Probably crying. Yeah, having nightmares. You Leon's think he's gonna let you do it again? I hope it's just a freaking. 2-2 going in the fifth round. That's I hope it's a good fight. But That'd I just don't think that Kamaro Usman is done. No. He's no. the guy. It's going to be a, such a good fight. But as I'm talking about, though, we've got Bilal Muhammad, no fight. Hamza Chimaev, no fight. Colby Covington, no fight. Gilbert Burns is going to be taking on Jorge Masvidal, which I don't know does much. But let me lay out a scenario in which Shavkat Rachmanov gets a title shot before Hamza Chimaev. Let's lay, let's lay this out. <laughs> Going through it a little bit. Stuff like this makes sense. Shavkat Rachmanov goes in there, beats Jeff Neal, who Jeff Neal got extremely lucky that Vicente Luque is an absolute dog and wanted to fight him. Jeff Neal, his left hand was undeniable the night that they fought. And so Vicente Luque just gave up his ranking to Jeff Neal, who Jeff Neal, it's a debatable whether he's a should be up that high, but he is dangerous nevertheless, okay? Shavkat goes in there, gets job done against Jeff Neal, which I made a video that Jeff Neal is not going to be a pushover. He's Shavkat's got to be smart in there because all it takes is one from Jeffy and you're face first <laughs> into the Jeffy. <laughs> face first into the uh, canvas, if you know what I'm saying. So Shavkat takes care of business That's with Jeff. That's nickname, Jeffy. Jeffy. Or Jiffy... Hands of Steel. Jiffy Lube. Jiffy Peanut Butter. Do we need to do a new video? We need to like We're going to do a new video. Of, yeah. We did way back when we first started filming. We gave guys nicknames who didn't have nicknames. Yeah. And we should do that as a segment again. Because we came up with agree. so many funny ones. I still Highway think to Matt Schnell. Highway 2 is one of no. the greatest. Highway 2. Raw Dog is the best though. Without a doubt. But we Raw Dog Royville. What was the one that I came up with that was actually good? The blank. Oh my god. <laughs> the clip of Glover, that. I think. Because he has no the tattoos. Blank. And I was like, that's like rare in the UFC. And I was like, go where the because he's like a blank. Sounds slate. like a Viking thing. I don't know. Glover the blank is coming. But yes, I gave Glover <laughs> to Shara. Glover the blank to Shara. Is that how you pronounce the last name? To Shara? Mm-hmm. Be- Texera because <laughs> he has no <laughs> when no you hear he was like glower texera like yes Yuri. it's glower texera freaking love your project dude it's gonna be sick speaking of light heavyweight we've got an absolute bang coming up but okay, let's get t- let's get this rolling let's get this absolute rolling so as we were saying are we gonna sh- talk about the card this yeah. upcoming card yeah we will shafkat rachmanov gets into jeff neal i'm just talking about a, a Path in which Shafkat gets a title shot really soon, which okay. we need as UFC fans. Shafkat beats Jeff Neal, like I've said 5,000 times. Gilbert Burns takes out Jorge Masvidal. Masvidal. <laughs> if Jorge Masvidal beats Gilbert Burns, I will actually quit this because <laughs> that would throw the biggest. So actually, axe I will no longer. UFC podcast. If, if Jorge Masvidal, Masvidal lands a right hand on Gilbert and drops him and ends the oh. fight, 
The UFC is going to be like, what the Giving you Gilbert Burns to get you the fuck out of here, man. Can you? Yeah, that'd that's be that's what they're doing. They want Gilbert Burns to just beat the shit out of Jorge and just say, Jorge, retire. You know, I think it might have just jacked up the camera. No, it looks fine. Um, Shafkov versus Gilbert Burns for that number one contender spot. Mm-hmm. Because at some point, Bilal Muhammad is gonna fight Colby Covington or Hamza Chimaev, and they're gonna get a shot. But after that. If we get Gilbert Burns fighting Shavkat Rachmanov, there is no reason why they need to fight anybody else. If Je- if Shavkat Rachmanov gets by Gilbert Burns, you're going to give that boy a title shot. And if Gilbert Burns can get past the buzzsaw Shavkat, you're going to give that boy a title shot. I don't care. Because Shavkat Rachmanov is basically Hamzat Chimaev. Don't even get me started on a Hamzat versus Shavkat matchup. Because that would be... Hamzat Shavkat... Hamza would be in for a rude awakening in Shavkat Rachmanov. Because you're not going to take Shavkat down. <laughs> and if you can't take Shavkat down, he's going to spin a spinning heel kick right up the noggin. That sounds like a rap. If you can't take Shavkat down, if you can't take Shavkat down. going to send that heel spinning around the other side of his body right onto the back of your noggin. cerebellum, baby. Wherever that is. Cerebellum? It's part of your brain, yeah? I said noggin. Yeah, that sounds better. Okay. That's it. Let's go. That's it for that. To the. You want to talk about the card really fast? We're if just going to talk about the main it's, event. It's coming up tomorrow, so we might as well just give her a little two cents. Yeah, no, but what we're going to do is this video is going to assume that Nikita Krylov beats Ryan Superman Span. And if he doesn't beat him, it'll just throw this whole thing in the freaking trash. But. Nikita Krylov, I'm going to be confident that he gets past Ryan Superman. Is he the favorite? Should be. And uh, (laughs) Nikita Krylov is probably one of the most exciting light heavyweights we need right now. Just with the doctor ordered, all right? Like I said, I made a similar video about Hiro Prohachka. But the way that he came in and guns a-blazing against uh, Volkan Ostamir and got that... um, He basically got his dub back because Volkan beat... Uh, Vulcan beat what's his name Paul Craig and Paul Craig submitted Paul Nikita Craig. on that crazy just threw up that triangle submission Um, what's his ranking I think he's like number 7 or something dude and he what's his nickname are we gonna the minor the minor yeah it's pretty bad Nikita the minor what are we are you thinking of something here that's just kind of an odd one I think his family, think they grew up Nikita. doing it coal mines. Oh. Yeah. Should be Nikita the dragon. He doesn't get the joke. Do you know who Nikita dragon is? Is that an animated show? No. It's just, it's this person. I'll show you later. But <laughs> as soon as I saw Nikita, that's all I thought of. Nikita She's dragon. She's an influencer. Stop it with me. I got to look this up now. But she went to jail, I think. She doesn't look real. Looks like a porcelain doll. Dragon. I know. Dragon. Dude. Yeah, no, but what if he did his nickname with the UN? (laughs) Yeah. Dragon. Nikita. Wait, is it spelled the same? Dragon? No, Nikita. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly the same. Oh, okay. Who wins in a fight? The dragon or the miner? (laughs) I think the miner got it in the bag, honestly. I don't know. She looks scary, though. She looks like she could, like... (laughs) 
Okay, she maybe we should. Out maybe I shouldn't eye. have said anything because. What is she? Was she like a? <laughs> what did she do? Why is she in jail? So she asked judge. She's a transgender activist, kind of too, because she's a transgender female, and she got sentenced to jail, but she was in the male's cells. So it was this big problem. Okay, so a fight wouldn't be completely out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> okay, don't get canceled right now. I'm not. No, but Nikita Dragon is, she is like a makeup influencer, I think, too. I'm not really sure, but she like does her makeup really well, fashion. But I don't know why she went to jail. I think it was something where she like hit a police officer. Charged with felony battery? I think it was hitting a police officer. But it was sad because she was in the male's, I don't know what it's called, like cells. Yeah, I don't know the rules on that. But um, all we know is that uh, Nikita Krilov, let's just keep this on the right Nikita, the one that actually matters and the one that's going to be freaking champion Okay, let's not say the one that actually matters, just the one that we're talking about. Is the one that's relevant the to this UFC? podcast. The one that matters. The future light heavyweight champion of the world, Nikita Krilov, who's not afraid to just go straight in the pocket, start slanging and banging with the best of them, and also can take anybody down. What are you going to do? Hold Nikita on the ground? No. Nikita's going to hold you on the ground, and he's going to get in that pocket. He's going to start swinging. Is he going to take one on the chin? Maybe. Is he going to drop to a knee? Maybe. Can he get knocked down? Maybe lose a round or two? Maybe. But is he going to be in it for the entire fight? Yes. And we saw in that Magam Nankalaya he definitely has heart, and I think he's improved a lot since then, and we're going to see... I just really hope he just beats the shit out of Ryan Superman's man. Because I just really don't really like that guy, you know? I'm going to be really? on record saying it. I don't think... He's just really cocky. I'm going to be but on record saying it. Ryan Superman's man could kill me. And also, <laughs> Ryan Superman's man, jab, takes out Dominic Reyes. Don't know if that says more about Dominic Reyes' chin or just that Ryan Superman's man is just really powerful. I think it's a combo of both. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say combo probably both. both. Also, we're going to see Andre Mooney's take out... I mean, though, I freaking love Brandon Allen Allen, but it's going to be a long day at the office for him. Brandon, Brendan Allen Allen? Yeah. Allen. Yeah. That's his nickname? All in, yeah. All in. All in. Brendan Allen Allen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Andre Mooney's, though. What's his nickname? Let's give it to him. I think he's got one, though. Sergey Pano. I think that's supposed Sergei to... Pano. I think that's supposed to be some type of snake or something. Oh. I don't know. But Andre Mooney's champion, baby, middleweight. It's time. This is the time. This is an interesting matchup, though. Brennan, he's getting he's getting lucky here. I know that Brennan's he's won like four of his last five. He's looked really good, especially on the ground. It's Christoph Jocko. Um, but Andre Mooney's can just strangle you, pin you up against the octagon, and take you down fifteen times throughout an entire fight. So it's just going to be really tough. And plus, he's got pretty good striking. So. Andre Mooney's is one of the best contenders in middleweight, so it's going to be tough for uh, Brendan, but uh, that's my picks, though. Those are the guys you got to watch. Andre Mooney's Nikita Krilov, future title contenders. Also, Mike Mallett. We saw him knock out Mickey Gall first round, or I don't know if it was first round, but he knocked him out. Uh, Charles Johnson has looked really good in his um, early, earlier this year. He looked really clean and crisp. I forget who he was fighting, but was he fighting or? No, 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 not Zaruk. He was fighting Jimmy Flick. I remember he fought Jalgas uh, in November last year. Um, yes, sir. So we've got Nikita Krilov taking that dub, and we got Andre Mooney taking the dub. Um, there's one last thing that I want to talk about that we just got to hit on real quick. And it's the fact that 
we have a dude committing absolute like crimes right now in the UFC. Like he's straight up finessing the entire UFC organization right now. And his name's Jailton Almeida. And what how is he finessing? Cuz he gets in the UFC, he beats up Danilo Marcos. I think he goes in there against a he beats like Parker Porter. Beats Shamil Abdurakimov. I think I'm free. Oh, he beat uh, Anton Turkelj or something like that. And before we know it, the dude's fighting Jarzinho Rosenstrike, who is undoubtedly a phenomenal matchup for him. Jarzinho has not won very many fights in his last few fights. And then he just knocks out uh, Chris Dawkins, who was kind of on a losing skid. He, he's got knocked out like his past couple times, I think. And Jarlton <laughs> Almeida and he dude my hot take do not be surprised if Gilton Almeida gets a title shot by the end of the year and has that strap on by the end of the year baby as long as Johnny as long as Johnny Bones is in the champion if Ciro Gagne Ciro Gun gets this dub we could see Gilton Almeida as the undisputed Champion. baddest man on the planet Earth. Because what's Jarzinho uh, versus Gilton? Jarzinho's at number nine. Gilton Almeida's at number 14. Jumping fast, fast track up the ladder. We wanted him to fight Sergey Spivak, who's at seven. This is the next best thing. <laughs> and after that, you have Jarzinho, you have Alexander Volkov, who would get manhandled by Jalton Almeida. Also, Circuit Speedback is the toughest fight for Jalton, just because of the grappling. Tom Aspinall, absolute killer. I don't know how he's doing right now. But if you look up above that, Taito Ivasa, Curtis Blades, that's that's money. Like, he can definitely beat Taito Ivasa without a doubt. Curtis Blades is tough as the wrestling. The only tough part is that you have Sergey Pavlovich versus Curtis Blades. They're locked up right now, so you can't even touch that right now. But Jalton Almeida and the way that he likes to fight, what did he have, four fights last year? If he gets four fights in this year, there's no way he's not fighting for a title. Especially if you're jumping the track against Jarzinho. What, is he going to fight Sergey next? Even though Sergey's at seven, you could leapfrog him to the top. Like, if you fight... Sergey Spivak's looking at a guy that could... He's number seven right now. He's number seven right now. He could easily fight somebody at the top and get a title shot next. The same freaking thing applies for number 14, Jonathan Almeida, who has the skill set to strangle and hold anybody in that division down. Not to mention that he's freaking going to go back down, probably, to light heavyweight and take that belt, too. So, it's absolutely crazy what this man is doing. He's committing absolute, f- not even, f- I don't even know what, to- what even is a crime, not fraud. <laughs> it's not fraud because he's the most legit contender I've ever seen. He's just smart, he's I like guess. He's the opposite of Jorge Masvidal. He deserves <laughs> to get fast-tracked and deserves to have a title shot really soon. Yeah. He's, this is my segment. I literally said he's finessing the UFC. And he's going to be the heavyweight champion by the end of the year. Finessing. It's absolute finesse. <laughs> I love that. I don't understand. Like, Jarzinho is going to have, like I've said on multiple occasions, it's going to be a long fucking night at the office. <laughs> it's going to be a long night at the office. Yeah. Let's go get some Chick-fil-A, dude. Okay, but thank not you. Not a sponsor. No, but we're going to try it. Wouldn't want or you not, to be a sponsor, too. Yeah, they don't support gay rights. So. Yeah. Um, I'm going to support my girl, Nikita Dragon. Okay, calm down. See, sh- I knew so- I should have said not said anything. <laughs> you, this is a, all you. It's a sensitive community, you know? Yeah, obviously Chick-fil-A wouldn't support a criminal. 
I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. Okay, we gotta get What I was gonna say, freaking weirdo, was that no was that we're gonna try out a new thumbnail where we're not the clip of it. So thank you for clicking on without our faces there. So let let us know if you like the thumbnail in the comments below. It would just make things expedited exponentially. Expedited. Expeditiously. What? The amount of times I have to look for Bianca not doing like and me actually <laughs> looking at the camera. Me. Yeah, I'm because I'm you. not smiling, looking like perfect all the time. What else are you here for? Yeah, my job literally is to look pretty. Hopefully I did Which that. Which we get like fifty percent of the time. <gasps> Excuse I'm me. I'm kidding, obviously, but Joe. I just wanted to roast. <sighs> hey, you gotta dish it out to serve it up. You gotta oh. take it. <laughs> you gotta dish it out to serve it up. <laughs> you gotta take. What, no, wait, what is you the phrase right now? You if you can't, can't take it, don't dish it out. Wait, yes, no. yeah. Don't dish if it you if can't, you can't serve it. If you don't serve it, if, if you, can't, you can't take wait, it, what is that? They you don't dish it if you can't take it. Serving and dishing out are the same thing. It's don't dish don't. it out if you can't take it. Oh yeah. Wow, I said don't take it if you take it. That's what am I? Okay, I'm okay, actually tweaking. Excuse my problems. Okay, thank you guys. We'll figure this, this out. The song gonna... called "Don't Take It Away" came <laughs> up, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. Conway Twitty. What did this place take us to? I don't know. We're talking about Conway Twitty and Nikita Dragon. Wow. Okay. Okay. Thank you guys for watching and Dude, listening. Thank you guys so much. You have no idea how much this means to me. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>